0: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria.
1: Thank you for tuning into your program called Church of the Week. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. You're listening to The Word in South Texas. We appreciate you coming in and listening to this uh this station, whether it's daily, weekly, um, however however many times you're able to during the week, uh, we're grateful that you're able to come in into, uh, into our studio, where we have an opportunity to share with you the Word of God, stories about God working in and around this city and in and around our community. And here today with us, as uh, we highlight a new church for this week, is Pastor C.B. Ming. He is the pastor at Breath of Life Church here in the east side of San Antonio. Pastor, welcome to the studio.
2: Thank you so much, Mark.
1: Good to have you today. What we want to do today, to Pastor, is just to give uh, uh, folks just an idea of who it is you are. Give you give us a little bit about your personal background. Uh, and we were you were right earlier when you said when someone. Sees the word Ming, they're probably expecting a Chinese person, and in, in my head, that's probably yeah. what I expected. So, um, but uh, you're not five
2: foot, and you're not from from China. <laughs> so, Absolutely so tell not. us a little bit about your background, your personal background. Okay. Well, first of all, Mark, just allow me to say thank you um, uh, to the Salem broadcasting group for allowing us to be here today and i want to also say a word of commendation for what god is using you to do in our city uh we've looked at a lot of stuff that you're doing and coincidentally i'm i'm very much familiar with one of my favorite sites is the crosswalk.com where i end up doing a lot of my research so i want to praise god for uh, a lot of the work that you're doing in our community to bless so many lives all over the world and, and we praise God for that. I am Pastor Carl Ming uh, from the San Antonio Birth of Life SDA Church. I was actually pastor in, in New Orleans um, for eight years, and I just came here like two months ago mm-hmm. to pastor a new church that the Lord has raised up, new ministry the Lord has raised up here. I'm very excited to be here. I love the city of San Antonio. The people are just awesome, and I'm just looking forward to a great time here by God's grace and his mercies.
1: Well, thank you for those kind words to mm-hmm. the Salem Media Group, and thank you for... Uh uh, now being a part of our community, welcome to San Antonio. Thank you. Can I take you back to kind uh, of mm-hmm. uh, your uh, at the very beginning? Tell us, tell us about your last name, Ming. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? <laughs> uh, and. Uh, it, it, you, I think you said earlier you're Jamaican. You, yes, you're born yes. In Jamaica. yes.
2: Actually, I was born in Jamaica. Yeah. Um, and, and the name Ming, um, a, l- a lot of people seem to think, believe, when they hear the name Ming, because I do a lot of uh, preaching all over the world, mm-hmm. and people normally think they're always looking for some Asian guy that yeah. is coming. And so I have to say to them, "When well, I am Pastor Ming, <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of sort of stuff. I've never really looked into the name, like a background as to yeah. where I got it from. I, I love it because it's mm-hmm. very unique. It is. And, and and it's easy to remember, kind mm-hmm. of sort of stuff, you yeah. know. So um, that's just what it is about that. So you're born in Jamaica. Where mm-hmm. did you grow up? I grew up there in Jamaica. Matter of okay. fact, I came here to the United States in 2005 mm-hmm. uh, to finish up my schooling. And um, I just stayed on working. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my field practicum here. And then from there, I got a call to the Southwest Region Conference of 7th Venice. And, and so from there on, we just um, just just grow to this point. Amen. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh w- At what point in your life did you realize you were going to be involved in ministry? Is this something you knew as a child? No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, I did not grow up as a a Seventh-day Adventist. I grew up um, out there, Ah. if you want to put it that way. Um, And at some point in time, it's just the Lord just called me. I just went to church, heard the words of God, decided I wanted to give my life to Christ, got baptized. And shortly after I got baptized, there was a desire inside of me to want to do something, to Mm -hmm. want to reach out to people. Um, just to be a part of everything that was going on and just bless people by God's grace and his mercies. I started to preach from my very first 10 minute sermon. Everybody was probably suggesting to me that you need to go into the ministry. And I never thought it was a good idea because I never seen myself being a pastor. Mm. And then I preached again and I preached again and folks were just like encouraging me, you need to think seriously. So God was using a lot of people to speak into my spirit and to say to me, this is where I want you to go. Mm. And so I started to put more energy and more time and more prayer into into that area. And it was like he was saying to me, I can take you as far as you want to go. Um, You have to be willing to be led by my spirit. Yes. And every step of the way, it was evident that the spirit of God was leading in my life. Um, and he and just used me in, a, in a many ways to do some remarkable things by his grace and his mercies, and I'm just humbled by it every day. You say something very
1: important that the Spirit of the Lord mm-hmm. led you. He, mm-hmm. he, he leads us, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we have some good ideas. We even have good intentions. I think mm-hmm. sometimes even speak mm-hmm. well uh, for us and, and into our lives, but many times... We go by what someone else says or mm-hmm. by what we think, but we don't necessarily follow mm-hmm. the leading of the Holy Spirit. So, thank mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. for uh, listening to that voice, because I know Praise that many God. lives have been have been um, already touched by your ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, newly, you're new new here in San Antonio, but mm-hmm. I know that prior to here, you were in in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Where did you Where did you start your first
2: ministry? Was it in New Orleans? Well, actually, I did a lot of um, um, internship work with a lot of pastors uh, in Jamaica. I have worked in London, England with a lot of pastors. And mm-hmm. also I spent two years in London, England, three years in Toronto, Canada. Yeah. But most of the work I've done is um, in Jamaica. And that was basically like working with other pastors, helping them to grow their church, helping ministries develop, and so on and so on. But I actually started pastoring on my own in 2007 in New Orleans. That mm-hmm. uh, When I left, uh, I studied in Huntsville, Alabama at Oakwood University.
0: Yeah.
2: And I went to um, New Orleans to help reestablish one of those churches that was destroyed by Katrina. Mm. And it was just amazing, remarkable to see what the Lord had done for the church in such a short period of time in such a devastated area. Uh, it was growing in leaps and bounds. We were having baptisms after baptisms, and, and, and people's lives were just being transformed. And that for me was another confirmation the spirit of the Lord was leading the ministry.
1: How does how do you do that, Pastor? I mean, mm-hmm. take us. I mean, we've we've all uh, ministered in some way or fashion to our whether it's our next door neighbor or mm-hmm. friend or family. But mm-hmm. I think it's uh, uh, it's something unique to mm-hmm. go into a community that has been devastated mm-hmm. by such a storm. Mm-hmm. How do you reach people that are at their at their they're broken? They're 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 poverty-stricken, not by choice, not because they made bad choices, but simply because mm-hmm. of a storm that you know, came in. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you reach those people that are trying to make sense of their lives and even questioning God about mm-hmm. why is all my stuff gone, and mm-hmm. maybe even family or friends? Okay.
2: Well, I have a mandate that I normally follow. Uh, one of our writers, Ellen G. White, she has a book, Ministry of Healing, and I think it's page 147. She says, when you follow Christ's method— of reaching people then you can't go wrong mm. so what christ does is he mingles with the people yeah. mingles with them and then after he mingles with them he begins to find out what are their needs he ministers to their needs he won their confidence and then he bids them follow me so mm. one of the things that has helped the ministry to grow and especially in my life i don't want to do this for myself but i teach those the Lord has blessed to work with me that when you go to people you want to minister to their needs yeah you want to find out what is it that they need a lot of times we try to take the gospel and we try to just um, just shove it down people's throat like that yeah and I was going to a lot of homes and then I was going to homes where people did not have food to eat where they were sick and they couldn't even get a ride to go see a physician and a lot of times I went out there and I didn't even take my Bible with me. There was so much more that we could do. I had to go back for groups of people um, to go into somebody's home to clean, to cut the grass, to go to the pharmacy, get their medication when they couldn't do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I realized that by, by addressing, just looking into people's needs, then they will see Jesus in you even before you begin to open up the pages of the Bible. Amen. And the Lord anointed that ministry. For us to just, just touch people's lives and then just see them wanting to be a part of a family that demonstrated care and concern for their social condition that they were in. And that's what we saw Jesus doing Yes, when he spoke in the book of Luke chapter 4. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he anointed me to preach. But I just didn't come to preach. I came to heal up the brokenhearted. Mm. I came to set those that are captive free. And, and that's the ministry that we model and when you model a ministry like that, it has absolutely no option but to just grow in leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. And Jesus also said that he
1: didn't come to be served, but right. to serve. But
2: to serve others. So, so as,
1: as Christ followers, we're, mm-hmm. we're to do that. Absolutely. We're to go out and, and meet the need mm-hmm. of our community. Absolutely. So now the Lord has brought you here. Mm-hmm. It's something that happened from one day to the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you were mentioning to us uh, here off the air, but mm-hmm. can you share that story and how mm-hmm. you were busy doing the work that God called you
2: to in New Orleans and all of a sudden God Exchange okay. that on you okay so so it, it all started when we were at um I, I passed the Caffeine avenue International SDA church and also the new orleans east SDA church, and we were pre- preparing for a summer camp which was actually supposed to start on the first of june mm-hmm. and and there, on the last day of May, we're preparing the church we're putting up a c units in in the classrooms where the kids are going to be cutting the grass, painting the building, doing all those kind of sort of stuff. So I got a call from my headquarters. My headquarters are actually in, in Dallas, Texas. That's the Southwest Region Conference. And I got a call from um, first the ministerial director and then the president of the conference, uh, Pastor Gordon Jones, who is our ministerial director. Pastor Sam Green is our, um, our president. And he called me and he said, you got a few minutes? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm really busy. He said, I'm gonna need you to sit down for a while. And I was saying, I can't sit down because I need to get this done before tomorrow (laughs) because we have over 100 kids coming in tomorrow. And and so um, he said to me, well, you might not be a part of the summer camp. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, we're pulling you out of New Orleans, Mm. um, and you have less than 24 hours to leave. And it was a Sunday. He said, you have to come Monday morning. And so all I could do was to just grab a few suits Matter of fact, I left so fast that I forgot the suits. I was one hour away Mm. in the journey when I had to turn back and go back to New Orleans uh, to get my suit. I came here. We had an evangelistic uh, series with Dr. Carlton Bird, our Breath of Life speaker. Initially, we baptized 104 uh, souls, praise God, into Mm -hmm. the church. And we started uh, the mission right there and then. And so far, the Lord has blessed us to baptize 36 more. Um, individuals by God's grace and his mercy. So my conference called me in to be the pastor of the New Breath of Life Church that was started here in San Antonio. And, And it's just amazing. I'm just excited every day. When I go home in the evening, I'm exhausted, but I can't wait to get up in the morning just to go again. It's just amazing how God is just moving in us already. Amen. Well, once again, welcome
1: to San Antonio. Thank Good you. to have you. Thank you so much. You're listening to the Church of the Week. My name is Mark Longoria, and you've also been listening to the voice of Pastor Carl Ming, pastor of Breath of Life Church here in San Antonio, located at 3023 Martin Luther King Drive in the uh, east side of town. Zip code is 78220. For more information, you can contact Pastor Ming at 404-384-1399. That's area code 404 404- Services are Saturdays at 11 a.m. at the Dominion Church of God in Christ is the the building, however, their ministry is called Breath of Life Church. And uh, so Saturdays at 11 a.m. and again, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pastor, tell us now that you are beginning to dig your roots here in San Antonio. Um, I know that you're very community-minded. You're very, uh, very much about uh, offering a service, not only uh, by word, but also by actions and deeds and you're, you're teaching and you're discipling people to do as Jesus Christ did and reach mm-hmm. out into the community. Tell us about your heart and your vision, your dream, and what you see mm-hmm. God doing through you and through um,
2: through all of us mm-hmm. for, uh, for our community. Okay. Well, um, um, and we're just like uh, uh, 10 weeks old so far. And um, one of the things that I want to use the first part of the ministry to do is to find out what are the needs in the community. And the Lord has blessed us tremendously in that area. Uh, The folks that we have at um, at, at Breath of Life, they're just on fire for Jesus. Mm. Um, One of the things we see is, just like most other communities, we have a lot of uh, socioeconomic needs uh, that must be addressed. And um, um, the vision statement for the Breath of Life Church is growing in grace, growing with each other, and growing in numbers. So we're saying, as God gives us grace, then we grow. Yes. And, and the process of sanctification and all that kind of sort of stuff. But then we grow with each other. And what we're saying by growing with each other is we're a community of believers that does not believe in leaving anybody behind. In other words, if we're excelling on an academic scale, then we want the community to excel with us too. Yes. Um, if we're excelling in our health, we have health programs, um, Uh, Interestingly enough, I got a testimony from a number of our members who have said to me, um, Pastor, the messages that you've preached so far, uh, delivered by God's grace, they've empowered me to decide that I cannot stay in the situation that I'm in. Mm. I must go back to school. And we've had five, six individuals in two weeks, two months, that have already enrolled in, in a university somewhere because they're being empowered to realize that when God says, I am here that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly, we're not sitting down expecting anybody to do stuff. So those are some of the the issues that we're seeing. A lot of um, the health condition that we've also seen, it is created because of lifestyle uh, choices. And so we're addressing those needs. You understand? Um, Crime and violence in our community. Um, Those are some of the things that we're looking forward to. So the Breath of Life Church is not looking at putting a Band-Aid on issue um, and letting it stay there. We're looking at dealing with the issue because we see the city by the grace and mercies of God. Mm -hmm. And like companies like you who uh, work with us by God's grace and his mercy, if we come together and if we partner together and if we work with each other, the spirit and the powers of God that is already here in the city can do some amazing things with us. And I'm really excited about the relationships that we're forming I'm glad to be here today again, as I've mentioned before, because I think this is the start of some great things that God is going to be doing uh, in our midst. And so we're looking at not just a spiritual side of, of the gospel, but the social side of the gospel, addressing needs of people, all, all kind of sort of stuff. That's what Bre- Breath of Life is here to do by God's grace and his mercies. And it has been going tremendously phenomenal so far.
1: It is, after all, Mm-hmm. Uh, up to the church mm-hmm. to meet those needs and absolutely. not
2: the government
1: absolutely, as it's been presented before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're, we're grateful to live in the country that we live in here where the government does offer assistance. However, mm-hmm. that's not, it's not the responsibility of the government, but mm-hmm. the responsibility of the church. Of the church. Absolutely. And we need to step up to the plate. So absolutely. we can thank you for doing that. And, and obviously now mm-hmm. that uh, some folks are going back to the university, some folks are now mm-hmm. uh, being, um, uh, pushed into an area that might be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it's going to be better for their future, in the long run. then, yeah, that word is being effective. Praise God for so that. So thank you for that. Right. How can we together, Pastor, mm-hmm. as a community, mm-hmm. across uh, across zip codes, mm-hmm. across um, uh, denominations, mm-hmm. uh, as as Christ followers, as people who believe in the power of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the salvation that comes through him, the power of the Holy Ghost that abides in us. Mm-hmm. How can we work together okay. in unity for, for the sake of reaching those around us, not only for their socioeconomical status, mm-hmm. but
2: also for salvation and for the kingdom of God? Okay. Well, I have a few things that I would want to suggest as ways and means of, of how we could work together. Um, and, and it was interesting. Cause we, we spoke about some of these things earlier. One of the things that we have to do is we have to lose our zip codes. Mm. I think we get confined into zip codes. Um, we have to also stop focusing our attention on what makes us different and focus our attention on what unites us more than anything else. Yes. What is it that we can do together? It is interesting because I've met a lot of pastors, a number of pastors from um, different denominational persuasions uh, since I've been here. Uh, Pastor uh, George Sturup. Uh, We're partnering together to pastor um, in in the um, Martin Luther area. We're actually renting his church. And when we went on the first time, when we shared the vision with him, he said, Pastor Ming, I want to work with you. That's what he said. I've had chances to meet with the mayor. And it seems as if we share the same concern for our community already. Uh, The chief of police, we sat down and we spoke, and, and, and they have the same concern. So one of the things that I think would help us um, to work even more effectively is if we lose what is it that is making us different from each other. Race, we, we lose, tear down that barrier. Um, uh, social status, all of those things, we have to remove them and just realize that the, uh, the ultimate goal, the objective, is to build our community, Yes. to make a safer community a better community where people are not just living, but they have life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And when we come together underneath that banner with that goal in mind, with our clear vision, then we're well on the way to accomplish some phenomenal things in, in, in the city of San Antonio by God's grace and his mercies. And, and I'm looking forward to that by great, um, um, with great anticipation. And I say to folks, we're not enemies. Um, right. We're together We're united. Uh, Some years ago, I read a book. I'm trying to remember the name of it right now, and it's eluding me. But the author said something very interesting. He said any organization that is within an area that tries to tackle issues by themselves can only realize 47% of their truest potential, Mm. which is suggesting to me. That if I can only achieve forty-seven percent of what I could achieve, it means I'm going to have to partner with some people. Yes, I'm going to have to work with some others. And I've been doing some research on, 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 on Salem Broadcasting Group, and I've realized that you guys have done some phenomenal work by partnering with other groups and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and and then, um, I was even saying to Kim on the way down, I'm so excited because Breath of Life wants to be a part of of the work that you're doing. Um, In our community, and and we work together. By God's grace, it's it's going to um it's going to be built. Uh, Matthew chapter eleven verse twelve: the kingdom suffers violence, and the violence takes it by force. And and we see that happening. When I go in the street and I see um, poverty-stricken areas, I see unemployment, I see sickness and disease. Uh, people who can't even afford to pay their rent and, and all those kind of sort of... That's, an evi- that's evidence to me enough mm. that the kingdom is suffering violence yes. and the violence is taking it by force. Mm-hmm. And so what I have might not be what you have, but when we bring all of it together and we put it in one pool, then the city at large only stand to benefit from our efforts and our energies that we bring. Amen.
1: And when we do that, mm-hmm. we're not lifting up the banner that says pastor's name or we're not lifting up a banner that says the church church's name we're lifting up the banner of jesus the banner of jesus people can see absolutely the acts of jesus through us absolutely by our hands and feet by Mm -hmm. our smiles by our gestures by Mm -hmm. our words of encouragement Mm -hmm. by our deeds Mm -hmm. so uh, Mm -hmm. we definitely uh, want to encourage as a radio station every single person that is a Christian. That is a follower of Christ to do mm-hmm. as Christ did, and that's yeah. work together mm-hmm. so that we can uh, we can meet the need of, of our community. Mm-hmm. Pastor, in these in these closing uh, minutes, or so tell us uh, about the about the ministry itself, your services. What is it like to walk in on a Saturday morning? <laughs> tell us about the uh, uh, people.
2: People are excited. We have a very rich uh, rich service on uh, more up more charismatic yeah. um, kind of sort of stuff um, and, and it's just good because that's I'm, I'm sanguine, I, <laughs> sanguine. <laughs> yes I'm always upbeat I'm always bouncing off the wall yeah. kind of sort of thing and I think the church is like that too yeah. I think one of the things that has made it like that is that people folks have been through a lot of suffering condition mm. and um, hope in Jesus um, helps us a lot mm. If I can go to bed tonight, knowing that weeping endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning, then I'll make it through the night. And so um, what we do is we give hope to individuals and people look forward to that on a Saturday morning, on a Sabbath morning, to just be there. Um, When the doors are open, people are just flooding in and it's like they're coming in already with a praise. The praise and worship is high. Uh, the prayer moments, intercessory moments are high. The proclamation of the word is high. The fellowship lunch after. People are just excited. Mm-hmm. And 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 I've heard so many people say to me, breath of life is just what we've been looking for in, in, in San Antonio. And I'm looking for ways and means um and i I travel around like the good thing about it is our service is on a saturday morning Mm -hmm. so it gives me the chance on a sunday morning to get up and put on my suit and just move around introduce myself to the other pastors uh in the area that are working for the cause of god and and it's just amazing you know so um Mm-hmm. We have so much in common. Yes. We just have so much in common in terms of worship style and and, um, and, and so on and so forth. So I, I praise God for what he's done, where he's led us to, and so on and so forth.
1: And the biggest thing we have in common is Jesus. It's absolutely. That's, that's our focal point. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Pastor, I want to thank you for being here with us today. I was glad uh, to be here. I appreciate you being uh, our guest mm-hmm. here on Church of the Week. For more mm-hmm. information on Pastor Ming and Breath of Life Church, Uh, You can visit them Saturdays at 11 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. They meet at the Dominion Church of God in Christ. Um, The name of their ministry is Breath of Life Church, uh, but the location where they meet at Saturdays at 11 is 3023 Martin Luther King Drive over at the 78220 zip code. If you want to write, you can write Pastor Ming uh, at P.O. Box 200092. So that's two thousand ninety two. San Antonio, Texas, 78220. Again, P.O. Box 200092, San Antonio, Texas, 78220. More information, um, you can call Pastor directly at uh, 404-384-1399. And if you'd like to be a part of the Bible study line, that's uh, the number there is 712-775-7035. It'll ask you for a code. Code is 892 892- that's Monday, is that Monday through Saturday? Monday, Monday. through Friday. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. And Sunday's at 8 a.m. 8 a. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you again for being here with us.
2: Thank you for having us. And
1: for thank the rest you. of you, thank you for uh, listening to the Church of the Week here on AM630 KSLR. Have a wonderful rest of your day.
2: Thank you for
0: joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week.